G'day, everybody. You downloaded today's show in the podcast form. Great show. Cracker. Mm. The show of all shows. Wow. Yes. We got uh, we got the help of a lot of religious people today. <laughs> Too no, no, to no, to only be one religious person. Spiritual, I should spiritual. I'll say. Spiritual. Say all of them spiritual. are spiritual. You're yes. allowed to say that. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. Yes, we blessed Suncorp Stadium ahead of the game tonight. Game three. Yes, and we mm-hmm. sonically healed it as well with a, um, uh, a sound healer, which was yes. great. Yes. Yeah, so. I like sound healing. They do it sometimes when you're doing um, yoga and when you go to mm. different retreats and stuff like that. Mm. What are they, it's uh, positive affirmations? Is oh, that no, okay. that's something different. No, the sound, they do like mantras. And I'd probably say a little bit more and vibrations. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, different one. Right. Mm. Don't know, something good. <laughs> I like anything, you know, if it makes you feel good. I saw a good, I saw a good meme Yesterday was like a thing on the internet, I don't know if you call it a meme, but it was someone saying, if someone ever makes you feel uh, stupid for feeling excited about something, Mm. they're a dick. Mm. And I was like, that is so true. Like, oh. if you go, God, I love that. And you go, you're an idiot. Why am I like, no. I that, that, like, then it's well, rude. That person's mm. a dick. Don't I think whatever kill brings them happiness or calmness or whatever. Yeah. Like, when one goes, oh, people just ask for forgiveness and find it at the end in life. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what's given them comfort. So mm. why not? Yeah. It's like in traditions way back, you'd say the poorest people were the most religion, religious. Mm. Yeah. That mm. was their hope, you know? Yeah. Hope's not Faith. bad. <laughs> But yeah, I saw that on the internet and I was like, man, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to go to um, Midnight Mass for Christmas. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no, because then it just gets so busy and you're just that person that rocks up on Christmas Day, Wait even though I am that. No, but you know what I mean? It's like no one can get a park. You don't want to be I've, part of the problem. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I know that you know that I am that and get that's always what I've done every year. Get huh? over. Oh. <laughs> you know, about the parking situation. I used to go, and this you probably don't remember this, but when I used to go to church, we could drink the wine. Yeah, well, I could drink the wine when I was a kid. Did too. you? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I went for my first Holy Communion, and I was like, "Sweet, I'm having wine," and I took a big gulp. And it's gross, and mm. it's watered down, it's and like, that is uh, that is bloody red metho. I should have said that when I was younger, though. It was this is watered down. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you used to. <laughs> you're only eight. <laughs> but you you used it around to and spit it back in the bucket. Be able to do it, and then it stopped. And I don't know what year it did, but obviously, because they they literally used to take the glass to one person, mm. take the glass to you another person. And you just used to all share. Mm. Yeah. So weird. I hey? wiped it with the little cloth. Oh, yeah, come on. You know? mm. But it's, uh, is it cranberry juice now? No, no, no. It's, it's still wine, wine. But, yeah, mm. it's a different one. Just yeah, now you right. guys can just do it at home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Eat a wafer. And I, every, <laughs> every Friday night, communion. Communion. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I had communion at lunch the other day. Communion. I've never had the, the wafer. Is like, it's like ice cream cone, isn't it? No. No? No, Where they're actually just, like Holy Communion um wafers like it's a big company that yeah. sells them mm. but they do de- if you put them in your in mouth, mouth they disintegrate yeah. mm. or you can put it at, you remember you used to put it at the top of your roof and, and it gets stuck it's more like paper almost edible no. paper are they tasty enough like you could have one and go I'm going to buy a rice, you know a plain rice cracker <laughs> that's what I'm no. thinking no no no, no you, you know would a plain, just sit on the couch just popping them back a plain rice cracker <laughs> you put that in your mouth yeah. with no flavour I hate that yeah. yeah. Oh, look, you know, you know, if you came home drunk mm. and you only had a bag of them, you'd you, eat them. I bet your priest has done that. Yeah. What have I got <laughs> in the house? <laughs> I got some communion biscuits. This will fix me. <laughs> a little bit of cheese on top. <laughs> when did the wafer become good for bread? I don't know. Interesting. What do you mean? The, yeah. like, well, well it's a breaking be... of the bread is yeah. what it symbolises. Mm. I think I think they'd probably use that because it doesn't go stale. Like they'd have to bake bread every Sunday. Yeah, I know, but it's just so like, yeah, mm. that's. Like, yeah. I mean, is it too late to come up with our? Hey guys, I've been thinking about it. 
rather than the wafer. And we come up and we pitch it to all the churches, oh, you know what I mean? Like that's now here's, universally here's, accepted. Like here's the burger of Christ. <laughs> no, it's still bread, but is there a better um, different representation of the bread? Mm. It's not a bad idea. You know, like there's... Um, there's, a, there's a market. There's multi-grain wafers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. like, I'm so sorry, is this a gluten-free wafers? one? Yeah. Would you like a six-inch But let's not call it a wafer because it's supposed to be bread. Bread. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, bread. Mm. So what about, you could use those little um, mini toasts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Something to think about. Something to... So we could open up stores all around. That's what I mean. Mm. Uh, All right. And they're all blessed before they get to you. (laughs) Let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We all know I clearly have an addiction to buying things on the internet. I got this yesterday. You need to be careful when you order stuff online. Safe place. Join the group. Mm-hmm. My name's Abby, and I'm addicted to buying things online. Hi, Abby. Hi. I've been here for a long time, haven't changed, but I will. <laughs> I will one day. So I would like to know on 131060, what have you bought online after a few beverages? Because... Beverages? Beverages, because back in July, uh, I must have purchased something that I don't remember. So it's just arrived. It arrived at my house, and I thought... What is this magical thing? And it says that enhance your natural beauty, right? Mm, seems I, legit. Yeah, it seems legit. And I was like, someone has sent me something gorgeous. It's nice of them. Yes, and it's like this, this. how would you describe that? Gold penis? Oh, no, Matthew. He's not wrong. It's not. If yours looks like that, <laughs> come Guilty. on. Oh, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> you have to admit it bears a striking resemblance. No, okay, yeah. So I, I was like these these magical balls, and you turn it on, like I and like said. it vibrates. Shush, please, be mature. Mm. And and I was like, I've seen. I think this is for my face. So I started mm. doing my face. I have no idea when I bought it, and then I looked at the receipt. Oh yeah, what did you pay for that? Nineteen dollars. Mm. And then the postage. Was sixty five. <laughs> Are you kidding? Mm. I bought it in July, yeah. right mm. back when we were working from home. So I drank during the week because I didn't have to drive to work, I and we we were guilty of stockpiling alcohol because mm. we thought the bottle shops were going to be shut. So I must have purchased. I don't remember a beautiful um, a follower of mine on Instagram when I posted it managed to track down that Eva Mendes posted it in July, and I must have swiped up. Right. And purchased it, and you're I can't ha- remember. You're happy that you did, though. You love that. I thing. absolutely love it. Mm. I love it. But it's they just, you know, when you, you buy things online, you're like, oh. For people who don't quite know it, we'll get a picture on Insta for you. But it's you roll it on your face. Mm, it's a face roller. I've, they are the new thing, aren't they, in beauty? Like, if you mm. go for a facial, they, they rub mm. amethyst and mm. quartz you, on your face mm. and stuff. You seem Rose to, quartz. You seem yeah. to prefer it off because it vibrates. No, I it. just wanted to be. I just wanted to be practical at. I don't want to do this during the show. Oh. But if you guys are okay with it, then it I will like I will vibrate it up. Mm. Are you sure that that's actually not a dual action apparatus? It's not, Matthew. Well, you were drunk when you bought it. How are you doing? Because know? it says beauty wand. So I looked it up and no, this is a doctor and her name is... Oh, yeah. It's got to be legit. Vergara? Like, you know, when you get those... Dr. Um, Vergara and she's some medical doctor in America. Personal but... massages. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm saying maybe it's. But if you're like me, you're going to have to delete Instagram because now Instagram's just coming up with that shopping feature. Have you seen it? Yeah. Where it's got a little thing and you just swipe up. So I might have to delete it. But have you never bought anything after it and thought, <laughs> no, you, no. Apart from the floating coffee table that never <laughs> arrived. <laughs> <laughs> the the $150 magnetic coffee table that, when deeper research, should have been about ten grand. What about the posters that you didn't realize were in American dollars? 
No way. Oh, well, the Jaws 3D posters that got me and Danny Boy that, yes, doubled when I hit send. There was that. Okay. See, I, I don't buy a lot online. I'm, don't I'm, you? I'm an old man. I like to go in the store and wrap my hands around it. The jacket I bought um, for me that was 17 sizes too small, so I gave it to you. <laughs> i got to get off it. <laughs> off the drink or off the shopping? <laughs> Both. Both, I think. A lot of people do do it, though. You know, on a Friday night, you've got a glass of wine, you're flicking through there. Like, I honestly couldn't remember purchasing it. And then I was so excited. I thought someone has gifted it to me. And then when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh right, I burnt that. Don't want that." Back. The internet essentially is like the like walking through a Westfield, but it's all through the center where there's all those little shops, and they're trying to pull you in mm. constantly, trying and to also, get you to it's, buy it's hand all creams. To my PayPal, yeah. So you just sort of put all that through and don't really think about it. But COVID was a terrible time for my purchases. It's Ooh. a time where you should have been saving more money because everyone had. Pay the world could end next week. Who cares? I know. Buy it. Live in the now. 13, 10, 60. Uh, are you guilty of it? Tipsy purchases. Join the you support know? group. A couple of beverageinos and then you jump online and buy stuff. What did you buy? Carol in South Ripley. Review. What did you buy? buy? Well, I was on holidays up in um, Cairns. Mm. Came home two weeks later and there was a thing to go pick a parcel from post office and I'm like really confused don't know what the hell it is mm. um, it was a vacuum cleaner oh. I, had, I don't drink mm-hmm. but this still a night I had quite a few went to bed passed out woke up at some stage my laptop was open so I went shopping <laughs> and then passed out again midnight shopping <laughs> yeah had no clue that I'd even bought it until I, I picked it up. I do think it's a responsible thing, though. Like a vacuum cleaner is a good yeah. purchase. Mm. <laughs> do you use it but now? It do you love shop. it? Um, oh, that was years ago. Yeah. I don't have it anymore. But, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good, but it was a shop. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chanel, um, did you uh, get a little tipsy and go shopping online? Uh, not tipsy. I was in hospital, had a back operation, so I was high on morphine. Um, came out of hospital and I had six pas- packages arrive from uh, Amazon with the same lot of coffee table books in each package. So I'd fallen asleep yeah. like at 2 o'clock in the morning mm. and woken up at 2.15 mm. and pressed buy and then 2.30, buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no. So, I gave my friends lots of coffee table books last Christmas. Oh, oh my God. God. So how much did that cost you in total? Um, each set, like each purchase was $300. Whoa. $1,200 worth of if, books. You know how like some things you can't do under the influence? Yeah. There should yeah, be like a shopping quiz that you have to do. How did you pass that little test where it says select all the pictures that have a car in it? <laughs> I can't even do that when I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> you have to put inhibitors on your MacBook. You yeah. have to blow into it before <laughs> yeah. you can get online. Dean and Mount Cotton, I think we have a winner. What did you buy when you were a little bit tipsy? Well, I had too many red wines one night, and I spent eight thousand two hundred dollars on a motor vehicle from Grays Online. <gasps> oh, I love it? looking at those, but I've never known anyone that's bought one. How exciting! What a great purchase. I mean, was it good? Oh, I was good. It uh, was top of the range uh, Prado Grande O three model, but um, yeah, it was in New South Wales, so we had to catch a plane <laughs> to go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a couple of beers on the plane on the way there. Oh, uh, no. Pregnant. Oh. oh, did you remember buying it, or was it the next day you were like, "Oh, wait a minute, 
uh, I sort of wake up the next day and I said to the wife, I said, did we buy that car? And she said, yeah, yeah, you won the auction. <laughs> you won it. Yeah, like it was a prize. Mm. Oh, good stuff. There you go. Well, always drink responsibly and yes. purchase responsibly, yes. guys. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Controversial celebrity chef Pete Evans has been dumped after he posted a cartoon featuring a butterfly which appeared to have a neo-Nazi symbol on it. Mm, yes, he has been um, dumped and just in the last 24 hours by uh, Big W, Woolworths, Coles, Booktobia, um, Channel 10, and also his publisher, uh, Mac McMillan, who's been with him for a long period wow. of time. And it's because he did post, um, as you heard, a, a Nazi symbol, and he was asked about it, and he did kind of apologise. This is what he said. Deepest apologies to anyone that might have taken offence or has taken offence to the image that I shared, because it was never meant to be <laughs> taken in that in that way. People mm. said it was half-hearted, but he's he's had an interesting career, and he's he's just, I guess, rose to fame from being a, a chef. And he's got a cult following, and he's also the most hated. Mm. So I thought I'd take mm. you back to his journey to find out how he got here. Okay. Well, he, he always started out as just the spiky head, chubby chef on My Kitchen mm. Rules with Manu. Yeah. And remember, My Kitchen Rules, when it first started, it was, a phenomenon. It was this huge television show. Mm. Well, it went back to uh, a bit earlier than that, because I used to live at King's Cross. Mm-hmm. And we grew up there, and there was a place that we used to go that was the It Place, which was Hugo's Pizza Bar. Right. And he was a chef there, and after he would come out and have drinks, and it was a bit of a party place. So right. we used to go there all the time. So that's when he rose to fame and became a really successful restauranter mm-hmm. living in Sydney. He opened it with a, a friend of his and also his brother. So it was huge. It was it won yeah. all the pizza awards all over the world. Right. Um, Kim Kardashian. It was honestly really good pizza. Kim Kardashian used to go there, Lara Bengal. Oprah oh. went there in 2011, said wow. it was the world's best pizza as well, went back on her show and did it. And then shortly after in uh, 2010, he joined Manu as the host, and that's when you would have met him at Channel 7, um, did My Kitchen Rules, which is huge successful. Like, mm. it was a rating phenomenon, and he won Logies for it as well. Um, then two years after he went on the TV, he actually left Hugo Pizza Bar. Um, and his brother and the business partner had a bit of feud at the time, oh. and they said, well, he was away for 10 months of the year filming uh, My Kitchen Rules and also doing other television mm. um, shows and also his books. Is it and still at the there? books, they were pizza books. Ah. No, it mm. shut down, had a bit of issues after that. They were actually pizza sh- um, cookbooks that he released. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then um, shortly after, he split for his long-term partner, who he has the two girls with as well, and then he met his now wife, um, Nicola, who's still with at the moment. Um, and his ex, when they broke up, said, you know, he just got more famous and inevitably that does change anyone. Yep. She then went on to open a chocolate shop mm-hmm. at Bondi and she said that the time that she opened it was the worst because that's when Pete had just started Paleo Pete mm. and she said everyone in Bondi, oh. she said it was so popular that everyone in Bondi didn't eat much chocolate now thanks to, well, you know, he doesn't really like chocolate but I have to remind him it's a superfood. Well, see, this is and see, this has been the thing with him. We we've also been obsessed with the Pete story, mm. like yeah. uh, in in media, like News dot com uh, does lots of stuff. He's always been in the gossip. Well, in two thousand and twelve, he started trending because of this. Activating your almonds, Aussie slang for being a. 
And that was because he did an interview with um, Sunday Age and they said, what do you eat in a day? So he went through and he listed it all and it was um, alkalised water Mm -hmm. and uh, some sort of strange vegetables and everyone was like, no, that's a bit of a joke. Um, So then from 2014... And and an activated almond was, he just said you put your almonds in water overnight and then they activate overnight and then you eat Yeah, he wasn't the first to do it. People do it Mm. on the internet all the time, but people were like, "Mm, you have to be that sort of person, I guess, to be in it. It is is weird. Well, he was always a bit of a prickly interview, even before all this. He wasn't when he did My Kitchen Rules when he first came out. Mm. It was fun. And I guess I used to know him back in Hugo Pizza Bar Mm. times. Mm. Um, So then he started in 2014 a series of paleo books, which were actually ridiculously successful. He was the number one um, selling Australian author for Whole Foods. Right. And I guess probably still was until recently. But it, everyone found it really weird because it was only a few years ago he was doing the cookbooks for pizza. Yeah, it's a turnaround. And then all of a sudden he was like, no, we, I'm sick of listening to scientists educate us about it. You know, we need to listen about hunters and gatherers and that's how we should do. So then all of a sudden people were watching My Kitchen Rules and they were obsessed with was he really eating the food? Yes. Um, and he came out and said, yes, I do swallow the food. <laughs> But he made it perfectly clear that the food that he ate on My Kitchen Rules was only 1% of his yearly diet. That's right. Because that's when he was going through the baby bottle broth. No, no, we haven't got to that that yet. This is is, is, is really hold on to it. So then My Kitchen Rules took an absolute dive in the ratings because I think people were just like, no, they couldn't really relate to it. Mm -hmm. Then in 2015, he was doing promotional material for... Bubba Yum Yum, the paleo way for new mums, babies and toddlers. Right, mm-hmm. now we're there. And that was all about the bone broth. <laughs> yeah. And it was absolutely slammed by medical authorities. And that started the real big war between doctors and Him. paleo Pete mm. and people saying he wasn't a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, he angered the Cancer Council because he came out and said that he doesn't wear sunscreen. He's since said that was taken out of context. The question was, what do you use for sunscreen? I said, generally nothing. But then I went on to say, I've just been in Fiji surfing for a week and I go out there four hours a day and I use a non-toxic sunscreen. So I've never said don't use it. I just said choose wisely. Mm. Right. And then he came out with the magic pill, um, which he angered and upset so many authorities, um, like medical authorities and also parents as well, saying that the paleo could um, cure and falsely um, cure cancer and autism and asthma. Uh, so they yeah. didn't show that in the cinemas, so he started releasing it, got it on Netflix, uh, yeah. which it was still. Mm. Um, and then it takes us to April this year, where he was <laughs> fined by the Therapeutic um, Goods Administration $25,000 for saying that he had a biocharger that could... Cure the, the, the Wuhan flu. COVID. Yeah. Yes. He's had a ride. You gotta, you know. He's had a. He's but had now a trip. I think it was just after those. It seems like anything like that, he still had his followers until he's posted that social media mm. post, which has made all his um, suppliers go, no, nah, we can't deal with him anymore. And Pete Evans, this is your life. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We've been battling now for what? How many years? <laughs> feels like years? An, it feels like an eternity. It does, and we've had enough. I mean, we've obviously thought it's uh, the FBI. Okay. And oh, I've never right. been on board it until um, something's been happening between Maddie and I, and I'm convinced. What's going on? I, I think another radio network is tapping out. He did calls. say that. He did say that. And the stuff that they must discover. I Unbelievable. Now, we've got an issue. So, Maddie and I, when we call each other, mm. and I'll often call if I'm on the way home, or he'll call um, if he's on the way home. So, mm. we chat. And every single time we call, mm. my phone will go like I can't hear him. Mm. And what will you hear? 
So I mean, I'll, don't say the exact word. Well, I'll be just speaking and then waiting for a response. Then I hear, oh, and then it hangs up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, obviously she doesn't like the campsite that I've suggested. Because I can't hear him. Mm. So I just think it's gone flat. So I hang up and then we have to call each other again. But it only, and he goes, it only ever happens to you. And I'm like, yes, it only ever happens to him. Oh. And this is my issue with Brisbane phone reception. Mm. It's so strange. <laughs> But you I hear you get... clear as day. So never, ever do you cut out. It's just I get cut off from you. Where you, are I the phone towers? Because I would have thought they are up in the mountain, but you can't get phone reception up there when well, you're up at I've Channel heard, 10. I've heard if uh. you're too close to the tower, you don't get reception. So where is the tower? Well, they're, they're all over the place. That's what's the then whole Why can't you get reception up at Channel 10 or the, up at the network up the mountain? I think that's because there aren't any up there. No, there are, there are, it's like the Gold Coast went through this cool thing where they were putting phone towers up and then disguising them in um, costumes of like palm trees. Oh, cool. So they put them on the tops of buildings and stuff. Mm. I haven't seen a palm tree, have you? Not here. I don't think we did. Well, what would you in use Brisbane. in Brisbane if they're using palm trees on the Gold Coast? What would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Stefan Skyneedle is one big giant one big phone one. tower. Is anyone else having issues with phones in Brisbane that just doesn't make sense? Thirteen ten sixty, or if you've got a solution to ours, because it just—it's not logical. That so another one I have noticed when I've been on the phone to Esther is if you drive past Suncorp Stadium, if you go down Caxton, mm. turn left, you know that little little sideways Hull Street, H A L E Hull Street, isn't it? Once you go down there, if you're speaking on the phone, it's like it switches tower and just completely drops out. So right. you're saying it does happen to Esther? So it's your no, phone. No, 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 no. The difference is there. That's mm-hmm. only that street. If I drive down that street and we both drop off, I can't hear either. I can be stand. I could sit on top of a phone tower with you and it still cuts out. I hear you clearly. You just can't hear me. Mm. He's blaming it's my phone. I clearly. And we're both with the same network as well. You know, though. There, so there, it is. It's it. Yeah. There is a certain irony in saying 131060, please give us a call if you have phone issues and your phone is dodgy. Yeah, but maybe they're in a different area. Yeah. It's just—it's the worst reception I've ever lived in. <laughs> well, <laughs> we battled through. What a nightmare! I, just, like, I didn't have the problem when I was living in Sydney. Mm. You'd never have like, oh wait, I got phone bad phone reception in this suburb. Yeah, I remember when um, the first networks were sort of taking off because it was always Telstra, and then mm. all the new ones started to come through, and then you couldn't use them. So, like, if you lived in a bigger town, yeah, like I started with Vodafone years ago in Toowoomba and it worked. But then when I go home to visit my mum in Gladstone, they hadn't put the towers up oh, yet, yep. so I had no mobile phone. Can I there. say something really dumb? Is it anything to do with like the mountains and stuff? Like blocking the signal? Mm. I, would, I would hazard a guess no. Well, what do you only, think it is? We've only got one mountain What do you here. think it is? Um, but we've got hills and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the water, the river. Could be the river. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, it's not an area of expertise for me. And, I mean, yeah, my phone at home is pretty dodgy. If I, I, In Barden? Yeah. After all the rates you pay. Mm. That's an outrage. I'm on it. Got a petition going. <laughs> 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 Phones have lit up. So just tell us, guys, phone fails. Let's get phone fails all over oh, Brisbane. Oh, no. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah Sorry. Yeah. Shiv's trying to talk to people and they are all got shocking phone oh, lines. Oh, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Lucy in Morningside, what's your phone doing? Oh, I have the same problem as Abby. Every time my sister and I call each other, we can't hear each other, or we can hear one person but not the other. Well, that's interesting because you're in Morningside, which is pretty close to your suburb. Abs. But it happens if I'm leaving the city as well. That doesn't make uh, any difference yeah, at all then. <laughs> I can probably be anywhere, but yeah. it's only my sister and I. No one else, just her. Okay. Yes, it's like they don't want us to talk to people we like. 
Hmm. Right. It never cuts never out when cuts I've got a, uh, No, I've never cuts out when you've got like a, hi, we're just calling about, you know, oh, yeah, signing like up a, for something. Like, mm. like a solar salesperson. I mean, I do yeah. say I can't hear you at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. Why do you keep person. answering my questions then? Uh, hi, Bianca. You're calling in from Joiner. We're talking phone fails in Brisbane. Hi. Um, yeah, so this is a few years ago. My mum's mobile number, she used to turn her phone off when she was at work, mm. um, and I would call her. Anytime that her phone was switched off, the number would redirect to somebody else's phone's message bank, and it was her name was Alicia mm. Gregorius, <laughs> and it would always go completely different number, Ooh. everything. So bizarre. That is right. So there was no yep. thing on there that had been redirected? Like she'd never set nope. up any... No. Nope, it was just Alicia's message bank. And she was actually a girl from my school. Even and it was weirder. just so weird. Completely different. That She was with Telstra. Mum was with Optus. Completely different mobile numbers. And it would happen every time Mum's phone was switched off. It would go to Alicia's phone. Really reckon, weird. No one could explain it. Do you reckon there's a chance? Remember when you used to actually connect, like, the big people at the switchboards? Yes. And yeah. Do you reckon they've just, they still do that and they're just messing with us? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Carrie from Logan Village. Uh, your phone always drops out too. Yes. Yes. It sounds like it's dropped out now. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, look. Yep. Yeah. See? <laughs> Poor Kerry. Just wants to get on the radio for the first time. Oh. Now, we need answers to this, so we're going to um, the person who knows it all. They are the National Technology Editor for News Corp. Um, Jennifer. Yes. Oh, I, I oh, mean, I've been tapped. She's got good reception because mm. she's in Sydney. Oh. Uh, <laughs> why Why does it drop out and I can still hear Abby on the other end of the phone, but she can't hear me? Well, there are all sorts of reasons for black spots. I'm in Brisbane, by the way. Um, oh, are you? oh, sorry, hon. I thought that, you were in that, Sydney. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not that offended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on origin day. I will be tonight potentially around origin time. There, there are lots of reasons why potentially you're in a black spot. So it could be, um, you know, a part of the building and the signal just doesn't get through. It could be because you're in actually a dip and the signal doesn't, doesn't reach all the way down into that, which is really annoying. And all of these things you can't control. And then there are issues in your phone as well. So potentially if you've got Wi-Fi calling enabled and your Wi-Fi signal isn't too good, then that can affect it. Mm. And back in the day, I don't know if you remember, but um, Apple released a phone and they actually said that people are holding it in the wrong way and so the antennas aren't working. Oh. So there's all of these sorts of things. And then with some of your callers, it just sounds like they've got the wrong settings on their phone. And Goodness knows how different carriers have created those settings and and sort of pushed them onto their phone. That's just not fair. So, okay. so how, how can we, we? Yeah, how can we change the settings in our phone, Jennifer? Well, um, from from what you're, you're talking about, like you know, when it, when it comes to you know message bank and and those sorts of services, mm. that's actually set by your carrier. So if you're having those sorts of issues, you should definitely go back to them and say, "This is weird. There are gremlins in my phone. Please fix this." <laughs> right. And they might actually need to do some sort of software change um, to your phone because you should not be getting messages from other people. That is very strange. All right. And and so you were saying as well, we've been holding our phones wrong. What is the correct way to <laughs> hold a phone? <laughs> well, it it depends on the phone and where the antennas are. So there's all these sorts of like, little variables as well. And so if it's, if it's not the black spot um, that, you know, you're standing in a particular space when you happen to be talking to one another, then it's probably worthwhile looking at your phone settings and particularly trying that one around Wi-Fi calling. Mm -hmm. And it could, be, it could be called VoIP calling as well, depending on the phone that you're using, because sometimes if you turn that off and it just uses the mobile phone network, you might actually get to talk to one another properly. It's okay. when you're 
you're at home. It only happens when you're at home. No, so it doesn't you... when I'm driving in the car. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't help. Remember I'm going to start taking all my yeah. phone calls laying on my side with my phone rested on my head so I'm not touching the antenna on it. Where is Maybe the antenna, though? Inside it? it? Well, it, it really depends. The, the typ- typically on the, the outside of the phone and, and certainly in the ones that, that were having issues, uh, but if you want to take phone calls while standing on your side and, and doing something weird, that's also amusing. So that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jennifer, thank you for the 58 versions of what it could oh. be. We'll try them all. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate you calling in. Best of luck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Jen. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, tomorrow, guys, $10,000. 7 and 8 a.m. is when we play the games. It'll be the 19th of November. Give them some answers. Shrek and Amaretto. What's an Amaretto? It's the guy from um, Fast and Furious. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's uh, wine, isn't it, Abby? What was that, sorry? Tuned right out. Oh, I'm looking now at wafers. Amaretto. Amaretto. Amaretto? Yeah. I've never drunk it. Mm. It's a type of coffee. An amaretto koala? It's a type of coffee. Yeah, I think I would know if it was a wine. Yeah, that's why I asked you. <laughs> no, but it's definitely not a wine. It's an alcohol. No, it's a coffee. Anyway, that's one of your answers. There are official... So broad... It's a liqueur. Do you know you have to be official... Um, it's oh, not hang alcohol. on. Ask the Italian. The Italian... Uh... It's not alcohol, is it? Amaretto. What is it? Yeah, it's an alcohol. There you go. What it's is a liqueur. it? Liqueur. Oh, there you go. Uh. That is Adrian. You'll hear him on our production. He makes all those whiz-bang sounds. Does a mean coffee too. It's in his blood. Un cafe. <laughs> you got to get back. There's actually church suppliers, mm. and that's all they do. So they're like the qualified church suppliers. Oh. So all of the people that Pews are there are uh, married and <laughs> pray. Oh, and they have gluten-free ones. Of course they do. Yeah, communion waste wafers gluten-free. Oh, well. Oh, there goes that business. I bet you it was one of those things that they already were and they just bunged it on. And no. charged extra? Yeah. yeah. Repackage yeah. them. Yeah. Charge more. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, what a day it is in Brisbane today. Game three, the decider of origin. <laughs> 2020, I woke up this morning, jumped out of bed, sweating. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fine. You can do those. I just don't want you to do one of your inspirational speeches no. that turn out not to be one because we, no. we kind of had enough of that, all right? Yeah. We're all just about positivity, not really you. You're just on the fence. You're neutral. That is why, guys, this morning mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do my usual mm-hmm. and try and no. proclaim what will happen. Good. We're going to go to people... Who are spiritually connected. Okay. See, that's more my thing. Yeah, you know, we're right up your alley. Leaders yeah. of the spiritual community. Mm-hmm. Now, that is not Rowan, our morning's announcer, but he is there facilitating <laughs> this morning. <laughs> you, you are right now on the grass of Suncorp Stadium, buddy. Um, yep. And, and you are there with a whole heap of spiritual leaders of Brisbane. Correct, yes. Here with Reverend Penny. She's lovely, uh, ready to go, fired up. A, uh, a Reiki and a sound healer. Uh, Vivian's here as well from Quantum Healing Australia. It's all go. A lot of the juju is going to be gone. I mean, it's going to be a Queensland night tonight. So we've got a, we've got a sound healing specialist. Do you, have you, have you yeah. had a listen? Do you know what he does? Uh, I haven't had a listen, but he's got a gold bowl and a oh. stick. So oh, perfect. I think no, that's, yeah. Great. No, I know what they're laughing, so yeah. no, yeah. you look I'm, great. No, they're ready to go. You yeah, know yeah, I no, love they're, this they're stuff. fired up. Mm-hmm. And Penny's got a like bowl of holy water. 
Great. Oh, you start flicking that bad boy too. Absolutely. <laughs> and, a bl- oh, and a blessing. They've also got a blessing. Oh, I'll tell you what, they're going to be trying to do a blessing for you after all this, Yeah. yeah. Don't get any yeah. of that holy water on your row. <laughs> I asked her to flick some on me and she went, no. So, okay, no worries. Oh, you're you're already you. getting the bad vibes. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Whip so, off me quite away. So this is what we decided we'd do this morning is we would let um, these people come down for a blessing. We had the idea last minute. We reached out to as many people as we could. And mm. we do encourage anyone of any faith or any belief today, if you are positive for the Queensland side, please go to Suncorp Stadium and get rid of all the bad 2020 juju around there. <laughs> I love a good cleansing. You do, don't you? Oh, no matter what. I, mm, smudge yeah, sticks. Uh, yeah, well, just no matter what religion or Exorcisms. what culture. I don't know. Don't go too far, but I just I, I like it. It's a, it's a time to start afresh, you know? Mm. I think so. No matter what you believe, I think there is benefits to all faith if it mm. brings positivity <laughs> and if it brings... A Queensland victory. <laughs> so we all want it for different reasons. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you'd that's have right. to say God's a Queenslander, right? Of I course mean, he is. Yeah, come on. God's country. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he made it, he went to uh, Queensland. Uh, what, I can't remember it now. Beautiful one day, perfect, perfect the, the next. next. Yeah. yeah, it was the Brisbane Boom. River. He walked across. Yeah, but ironically, he played his <laughs> first game it? for New South oh, Wales. Come on, so. we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> he didn't part the seas. He parted the river. <laughs> he said, thou shall be north side and south side. <laughs> wow. God, he parted that deep river. <laughs> and they shall what both- about me? I live in the west. Well, we call <laughs> you north. <laughs> and you shall both have an Ikea. Let's, let's all remember there's a reverend listening to us right now. Yes, I yes, know. Yes. Yes. And I really oh, no, she can't hear anything. You sweat, you sweat, you sweat. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, great. great. Well, we can confess. There you go. We've got it all covered as much as we can. Rowan, it's over to you for the blessing ceremony at Suncorp Stadium. Oh, thank you very much, Maddie. And what a great place to start the ceremony, right in front of the king, the emperor of Lang Park, the great Wally Lewis. We're going to start with a bit of Reiki and a bit of sound healing from Vivian and Ben. Guys, if you'd like to proceed with the blessing. Sure. I call force the Father, Mother, the Father, Son and the Mother Earth and the Divine Consciousness Force to bless ourselves, Queensland, Australia and the world with love, light and healing energy. I allow my higher self to clear all paths, remove all blockages for flow to come in and through me. I'm completely ready and open to receive more blessings, good luck and good fortune. I'm grateful for all that I've been blessed with already and I send energy of love, joy, happiness and blessings to all. I ask you to help us to receive and create a perfect path for my life to be healthy, happy, peaceful, purposeful and wealthy. We ask that the boys embody the spirit of the greats before them, the courage of Wally Lewis, the strength of Arthur Beetson, and the skill of Jonathan Thurston. So may your passes be never forward, and Gus Gould never speak. The backs be quick as lightning, and most of all, when the siren goes, that you hold the shield up high and bring it home to where it belongs, to Suncorp Stadium and this proud state we know and love with all our hearts. Sending this blessing out to the boys. One, two, three, Queenslander. Unbelievable. Oh, oh I had tingles then. I am fired up. And oh. Now. All right. Oh, I didn't take a second after that. That was unbelievable. If you're only you feel the energy down here, I'm, yeah. like, my shoulders feel fantastic. All right. <laughs> Reverend Penny, how are you? Ready to start the blessing? I certainly am. It's a great privilege to be here this morning on this wonderful day as the stadium fills to capacity for the first time in a long time. So I'm here to ask protection and blessing. God of strength and courage, we thank you for the freedom to gather 
and for the thrill of a great sporting competition. Surround this stadium with your protection and keep safe all who work on and off the field and all who watch. May each side give of their best and respect each other. We commend to you all who will play, shout, laugh and cry here tonight. And we ask that you bless this State of Origin event in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 That was so beautiful. I'll be honest. Yeah. Reverend Penny flicked a little bit of holy water on me and I feel fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, I bring it on tonight. Queenslander Game 3, State of Origin. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Boy, she's got an impressive purse. person that always tickles my funny bone. I don't think you want any help. Melissa McCarthy. Your work is more cerebral. Super intelligent. you got to get yourself to this movie, December 17. Um, it's going to be a great one. We've got the stars of it on the air right now. Melissa McCarthy, her husband, Ben Falcone, and Bobby Cannonvale. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Before we get to the movie, you guys know that if you stay around in Australia for very much longer, that we claim you as Australian. Like, that's what works. We sort of go, oh, they're here for long enough. We're now to say that that's you're Australian. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, okay. Too. I love it. That's what I'm hoping. I'm working on, like, some of my pronunciations. I'm really... I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'll get some official badge or crest to wear. Well, I believe I'm already a domestic partner. <laughs> I'm already official. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that was a good accent as well. Yeah. Have you noticed that in Australia we love to swear? And if we swear at you, it's because we that means we're comfortable enough with you and we actually, in fact, really like you. Oh. Yeah, I learned one last night I hadn't heard before. It's truth. Oh, Struth. Struth is like, Pretty oh, sh- shivers, like, oh, oh Struth. Yeah, That's... Yeah. It's a deep cut, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Struth is a deep cut. You don't hear it a lot. Yeah, it's an older one. It's it's from the, the olden days. To be fair, yeah. we don't really get cut with anything, I don't think. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I uh, love the movie, um, and I, I, the one thing I appreciated about the film is people think I'm crazy because when I ask my Google or my Alexa to do something, <laughs> like if I say, Google, can you turn on the lights, please, and it does it, then I say, thank you very much, Google. Uh, so when the uprising happens, I'll be on the, they'll, they'll think I'm polite and nice and not kill me. You may last longer yeah. than the average person. <laughs> I yeah. can for sure say you're going to be in the clear. I actually do the same thing. I know. I say thank you too. I say thank you as well. I guess I do. My daughter, actually, she's only eight. And this was like when she was six. She was like, Google does everything that we ask it to, doesn't it, Dad? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, technically that makes Google our slave. And I was like, oh, jeepers, creepers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, James Gordon. Uh, James Gordon plays the voice of the um, super intelligent computer. Did you pick a British voice because it sounds more intelligent that way? He just has. He, I. We were thinking about if someone was going to be delivering somewhat scary news, maybe life threatening, and then you were still somewhat charmed by it. What would that voice be? And I think we were all just like, I think it's James Gordon. Like truly, he's there's such a likable quality to him that even if he was like i may destroy you or enslave you you're like oh but he's still thinking of me (laughs) there's something there's a weird quality to his voice that is just lovely um now you guys uh work a lot together obviously um melissa and ben you're married so uh there that's something where you work on projects together but in your group of friends if you ever do a movie together and someone doesn't get invited do you get the phone call that's like 
guys, why aren't I part of the party? Not yet. I mean, but I mean, Bobby's done all the last ones, so I wonder what would happen. We've if done we four together yeah, with Bobby. Would you be yeah, cut, Bob, we... if they didn't? Uh, if you the next movie, if they're like, how are you going to sit this one out? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't want. I want to be able to say, "Oh, I don't think about it much," but I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like that FOMO of when your friends do go somewhere, and you're like, "I just didn't happen to be there for the invite at the time." But there's nothing sinister to it. But you've got to think about that in friendship sometimes. Unless there's definitely something going on. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. I just why I wondered because Ben posted a photo saying that, you know, Melissa obviously looks at um, Bobby in a way that she never looks at me, but that's okay because I love him more as well. So I was like, well, maybe that's just a diffuse, you know, that something's going on. We're in an open relationship. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Uh... Yeah. Bobby's married to Ben. Yeah. I'm married to Ben, but I'm also married to Rose. Rose is married to... It, gets... it, it makes sense on paper. I'll Rose you. is less interested <laughs> in the three of us than... <laughs> Then we are in yeah. the, the yeah. She's less interested than the rest. Yeah. Who said? Who said? <laughs> I was trying to gesture to everybody. Hey, what are you doing? You got real like gropey, and I'm sorry. So if you'll get to see this video online. It's a cheeky boo brush in front of everyone. Just, uh, it's all right, they're married. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. For the record, I did not make contact. <laughs> uh, guys, really great to have you on this morning. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Usually at the end of the show, we reflect on the day um, and share stories, but we're going to do a bit of a look back this morning. Well, we're talking about Trump, how he was uh, tweeting about the, you know, the movie of Robin Pattinson and Christian Stewart breaking up, and we're like, imagine if that happened here in Australia and ScoMo did it, and we're like, that would be absurd, and then we realised, oh, well, I guess we ask about it. This was a conversation. Do you care what ScoMo's listening to? Yes. We ask, Actually, we, we ask about TV shows. Don't we? <laughs> Do you want me to go? That's it. Dig up our ScoMo interview. Yeah. Pull no, out all, all of the questions, questions are you. They're always yours. That, I reckon. I reckon it's an even split. I tell you, I've never asked about his TV shows. I have. Because our, our interviews with serious people, we ask a few serious questions at the start, but that's usually just a bit of foreplay to ask some weird stuff yeah. at the end that, yeah. you know, We ask some stuff we funny. have to ask to get the interview, and then we move on. Yeah. So you said that we always even spread, so Siobhan, our producer, has dug out all the questions. Oh, well, this has taken all morning, because oh. we speak to ScoMo a lot. He's a friend of the show. Mm. Yeah. But we're going to start with Abby. Okay. And Abby, can I just say, I used to run a news team, and girl, I'd want you on my team. Can I ask how you are personally coping with this? Prime Minister, you know that you're going to be um, met with criticism from people that are pro-choice. When do you believe that Australia will be back and uh, up and running and open our borders? Are you going to get the first the first jab here in Australia? Do you feel that there is going to be some sort of laws put in place for people to express their beliefs about religion if the economy does get so badly affected and we know so many people have lost their jobs that it is sort of a mental um, issue as well, mental health? Do you have someone that is a leader of a different country that you're like, oh, I just need to workshop something, I want to debrief? So I realise Matty tunes out when I ask any questions so that he can get to his... No, you're just the the nerd who answers all the answers first. I haven't got my hand up yet to have a chance, (laughs) No, look, you're all going to get a chance. Stav, you're not too bad. 
know that Australia is doing extremely well comparatively, but are you talking to other countries as well about how they're going and what's going to happen and when our borders can open up and stuff like that? Can you put um, lights up on Kerribilli House? I have, huh? which has always been our tradition ever since the girls have been very young. Don't eat up too much of your time, but did you get Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, watching Tiger King does. and relaxing. Yeah. Well, by the time I get home, yeah, I'll try and do that, but usually quite late. Now that Ozark is done, what are you currently binging on the Netflix at the moment, ScoMo? Uh, I haven't had, to be honest, a lot of time. Mm. Um, Okay, all right. Well, you know, I'm Christmas chilling with my boy. question, hey? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Maddie has never asked a serious question, has he? Well, yes, it's I funny are. you say that. When do you think is a realistic date that's when we're going to get on with normal life? Well, I, I wish I could tell you what that is. But. There you go. That's, that's it? That's, 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 that's the only it. one. There's also a lot of this. Do you guys text or call you and Anastasia Palaszczuk? You a uh, budgie smuggler man or do Speedos. you wear, wear boardies? I think that's too much, too much. information for your listeners. <laughs> we know the answer then. Yeah. Most Australians are going home um, in the afternoon and having a glass of wine to wind down and relax. You know, where I can, I'm taking in the odd episode of Ozark, but, um, but apart yeah. from that. Who in your family is the weirdo you're trying to avoid on Christmas Day? <laughs> My dad is, is getting very well, elderly dad's now. dad's a weirdo, is that no. what you're saying? No, no. We've got to save people's lives and we've got to get the NRL back on the television, ScoMo. You know that. Um, I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) It's all all quality. So when you say it was an even spread, Mm. I reckon there's, yeah, probably a bit of me in there playing up. Uh. Plus, technically, the only real question you asked was about the borders, and that was because you wanted to travel. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) And I don't know much about politics. So, man, to me, they're all serious questions. The questions that you would ask are all American-based politics. (laughs) I don't think you know our system at all. That is not true, and I will take my right to remain silent. So anything I say or do doesn't get used against me. Are you trying to say I'll plead the fifth? (laughs) Yeah, he's going to bear arms soon. Wait for it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast, guys. Great to have your company. We'll see you tomorrow. Cam Smith um, will be on. Cameron Smith, the rugby league player. Great interview regarding uh, his life and his book. So don't miss that one. See you then. Bye. 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 Stab Abby and Matt. B105.